And hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski here with you again. This is episode number two, the big follow-up to episode number one, which you can listen to by going back in the archives and listening to the first episode. But here we are, episode number two, and uh, thank you for being with me. I'd like to share some things with you today that we're going to talk about and help you to understand what this show is all about where it's going, and what's coming in the future. I've already got some special guests lined up and uh, working on scheduling my first three interviews and have a fourth interview scheduled for a very special guest in May. So uh, you can look forward to all of that. But hey, before we get going on all of those things, let's do what we do with every episode and find that still space, that centered space, a place of calm and peace before the episode. Now, please do remember, if you're driving a vehicle or operating machinery, uh, you don't need to close your eyes, and I would prefer you don't. But uh, if you are in a comfortable place where you can and you feel safe and comfortable being able to close your eyes, go ahead and do that. Oh. Wherever it is that you are in the world right now, whatever's going on in your world right now, just find a place to relax and sink into a moment of stillness, a place of recognizing the one, one power, one presence, one infinite intelligence that's moving and breathing and having its being as all of life, as every form of life, every furry creature, every plant, every one, everywhere, across this entire globe and beyond. It is from this sense of deep connection and oneness with all life that I recognize the perfection of life in general, of all of, all of it. The unfolding of this one life in all its forms and knowing that every aspect of it is perfect. Every connection, every interaction, every accident, every love affair, every heartbreak, every tear, every smile, the laughter and the joy, all part of the one and all part of my life, of all life right now. So I claim for each one that hears these words, an opportunity to breathe in the oneness, to come and recognize their part in the unity of life, and their part in this cosmic dance of love and light. Mm. I feel so very blessed in this moment to be witness to this and be an opportunity to experience what comes next. A joyous conversation. And so with a grateful heart, knowing this is unfolding perfectly, exactly as it must, I let go of any concerns or questions about how or when or why and just let it all happen let it flow let it be and so it is
All right. Well, thank you for being with me again. Let me say that, dear ones. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. And today I've got some fun things. I want to make some announcements and help everybody to better understand what it is we're about with this program, New Thought 2020 and beyond. So uh, let me start this week. How about this? Let's go to listener mail right off the start. So I released the first episode a couple weeks ago and made an announcement to one of the um, email-based lists that I belong to to make uh, to share that. And I got this response back. Now, I'm not going to share the person's name because I don't have permission to do that. But uh, we'll use his first name. And, and uh, it was Jack that wrote this. And the, uh, the letter says, And so will this be conservative or progressive, left or right, Democrat or Republican? What happens with folks who don't agree with you on political or social matters? Should their voices be drowned out or overshadowed by a majority? Has God disclosed itself more to you than to someone else? I've heard it said that if you don't agree with, quote, us, you can go somewhere else. I pray that's not your stance. Well, Jack, I want you to, and everyone else, I want you to know, and I want you to rest assured that my, uh, that no, I don't believe God has disclosed itself more to me than anyone else. I believe anyone can tap into the reservoir, the wellspring of infinite knowledge and infinite wisdom at any time that, uh, everyone has that access equally. And I'm simply choosing to use my access to that wisdom and that information and, and that source in this manner, uh, to have this discussion, to talk about politics and social action in the new, th- in a new thought philosophy. Uh, will voices be drowned out or overshadowed by a majority? Uh, not intentionally, no. And, uh, what I know is truth reveals itself and that it, which is unlike the truth, it will not be really heard, will it? Uh, if you, from my perspective, I'm, I'm more than willing to change my perspective based on new information, based on new data. If it, whether it aligns or contradicts with what I believe right now, that that's the point of spiritual maturity is I'm open to having my opinions change based on new data and, and new information. Uh, and in that, that which is not the truth, that will, won't be drowned out, but will just die out and will fall away and won't find a way onto this program. Won't even be interested in coming on this program. What happens with folks that don't agree with you on political or social matters? We have an honest discussion about that. That's the point. I want everybody to know that's the point. See, we're not here to push progressive, conservative, left, right, Democrat, Republican. We're going to use those terms. We're going to talk about all that stuff. But the underlying intention behind this is not to convince anybody of anything other than to utilize their own power in the creation of a world that works for everyone. So... Yeah, there are going to be people that we don't agree with, that I don't agree with, don't agree with me. That's okay. That's, I believe, part of coming together as a one. 
bringing our country into a greater expression and experience of unity, of the oneness that I believe we've always stood for. Jack's last line here. Should science of mind be drug into the realm of politics? I remember reading somewhere, do not cast your pearls before swine. That quote, Jack, uh, includes a little bit more in the beginning about giving not to the dogs what is holy. And I believe that this program and part of the intention behind it is to break down those subtle, unintentional, and yet subtle microaggressions. The science of mind is not pearls before swine. The science of mind philosophy, new thought, is not some rare commodity to be to be valued in a way that we wouldn't share that with anybody, everybody. Is there is there anything that will heal the divide that is so apparent in our country right now that is that that is playing out right now than an understanding of oneness and the the principles and the philosophy of new thought and science of mind? I don't think there's anything out there that can do it the way science of mind can, the way new thought can. And so I'm excited to explore how we can take this strand of pearls and inspire and shift the conversation, shift the perspective, bring forth a politics of possibility, bring love and compassion back into our political discourse. Jack, I I hope you're listening and I really invite you to keep listening and to move forward because with us, join us. I want your voice to be heard here. So please do. All right, folks, that's listener mail for this episode. Please feel free to send in your comments, questions, complaints, moans, groans, gripes, uh, whatever it might be. You can send those into the program. And if it's, uh, if it feels like it's a good fit to have a conversation around or respond to, I'll be happy to do that. So, uh, look forward to seeing your comments and reading your mail. Please send those on in. All right, how about a quick word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. New Thought 2020 and Beyond is brought to you by a generous grant from Spirit Evolving Ministries. Learn more at spiritevolving.com. Here is today's OMG Did You See 
segment. This is a periodic segment where we take a look at a fabulous news story, something that inspiring in the world. And I found this story on the Good News Network. Now, those that know me know I'm a fan of the Good News Network. And they find some of the greatest stories. So this one happened recently. Uh, the story's dated March 8th. And it happened right down the road from where I was born and raised. It actually happened in the city where the hospital is that I was born in, Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Turns out a gentleman walked into a convenience store. He'd been out of work for a while, been uh, recently divorced and having some financial woes and picked himself up two $2 mega million lottery tickets. Well, he got distracted by his phone and left the tickets on the counter, walked out of the store. A little while later, the next a customer found the tickets and handed them into the clerk who returned them to the original purchase, the original gentleman the next day. The gentleman went home and realized that one of the tickets was a winning ticket for $273 million. Yes, his life changed in a moment. And now he's searching for the good Samaritan that turned in the lost tickets to give him a thank you. I love this story. I love the story. I love the good that's at the center of the story. Rather than taking the tickets himself, he turns them back in. And the gentleman whose life has changed is looking to see how he can do some good with that money. Money he so needed in that moment. And he was able to tap into that unlimited supply, that unlimited source. And bring home a grand winning. Life is good, folks. Life is so very, very good. Let's take another quick word from our sponsor. And then we'll be back with our main segment of the day. Be with you again in just a moment. Did you know that you can receive a daily email message that contains a spiritual affirmation, inspiration, and call to action specifically designed to support you in living and creating the life you truly desire? Every morning, Spirit sends a calling to your email. You can learn more at our sponsor, Spirit Evolving Ministries. Just go over to spiritevolving.com and sign up for daily spirit callings. And let the universe give you a daily dose of affirmation, inspiration, and a call to action for your life. Every day. All right, dear ones, Robert with you here again. And today, episode two, I'd like to continue to expand on the thesis, the intentions, the what's behind this. Uh, this program, New Thought 2020 and beyond, what we're all about. I mentioned this last week, and I really am looking to embrace this concept of radical inclusivity 
and what that really means. And I want you to know, we're going to have some guests on uh, coming up very soon. I've got four very special guests already agreeing to uh, come on this show and share their insights, their wisdom, their perspective on a few different things. And one of the questions I'm going to be asking everyone is, what is radical inclusivity to you? And how can we start to embody and empower that concept in our world truly inclusive of everyone's view and perspectives to be able to listen in a way of finding commonality and common ground so we can find the common truth so we can find the golden thread of truth that's running through everyone's life experience I think it's by finding those things that commonalities we're going to move in the direction of creating a world that works for everyone. And so I do have some great guests coming in the next several weeks that uh, we're going to talk all about that. And one of the things we're going to talk about is something new that's happening uh, through the Association for Global New Thought. Now, I want to be right up front. I am an individual member of the Association for Global New Thought. I'm not an organizational member, but um, a member at the individual level. And the Association for Glo- Global New Thought is an umbrella organization that uh, works to represent all of new thought across the entire globe and the planet and bring forth initiatives. Their most famous is the Gandhi King season for nonviolence, which has been running for many, many years now. And uh, really does great work in, in sharing a, a, a message across a broad platform of churches, centers, communities, organizations. And now they're starting a new, uh, they've just started a whole new initiative. It's called uh, SUM, S-U-M, and it's the Social Uplift Ministry. And they're going to be talking about some very serious uh, issues. And they're going to be talking about some of the things that uh, I want to be talking about on this program. And I'm looking forward to having uh, some of the uh, leaders in the Association for Global News Thought on our show. uh, And we'll be able to talk about some of these things, things like gun violence, Uh, things like gender inequalities and, uh, all, and all the real relevant issues. So we're going to actually, uh, I can announce this now because he's already agreed to this. Uh, the Dr. Reverend David Goldberg, who is, uh, just so happens to be the publisher of Science of Mind magazine and is also, uh, on the board of the Association for Global New Thought. He's going to be with us here on the program in an upcoming episode where we're going to talk about this initiative, uh, that the association's running the social uplift ministry. It's really, um, it looks like it's going to be just an amazing, uh, an amazing and amazing thing. So um, there's a lot of material that goes along with this. If you're part of a spiritual community out there that's associated with uh, the Association for, for uh, AGNT, Association for Global New Thought, ask them, uh, ask them if they're participating. And we're going to talk about they have uh, nine modules they're going to work with. Uh, they these will be in-depth dialogues and other videos and other 
resources to help congregations and individuals engage with the information. Uh, we're going to talk about, like they, like I said, they and and anyone who's a member of AGNT and memberships very inexpensive, by the way. Uh, go go grab a membership to this uh, for what you get. A, the I think it's fifty dollars for the year uh, as the individual. Uh, the uh, individual membership, but we're going to talk about climate change, gender and sexual identity and expression, gun responsibility and healing violence. That's where we're starting. That's where they're they're starting in uh, right now. The first dialogues are around gun responsibility and healing violence. Uh, Other topics include healing racism and upholding ethical fairness, healthcare rights and access, homelessness and poverty, immigration and refugee rights, religious diversity and inclusion, women's issues and rights. All these things are going to be discussed at depth from a, a new thought perspective over the next couple of years. So they're releasing four of the modules this year and five modules in 2020. Uh, again, I look to get uh, more than a couple of people from uh, the leadership uh, group on this program so we can talk about this and so we can have a real discussion and explore these topics. This is taking new thought into the streets. This is taking new thought into a responsible, conscious social action. I'm really excited for this and I'm really excited to share it with you so that's part of what's coming again you can look forward to the uh, wonderful Dr. Reverend David Goldberg's going to be with me in the near future to discuss more of this and I do have some other uh, special guests that are lined up and getting ready to come sit in the studio and be with us the uh, singer songwriter Jamie Lula will be with me later in the month uh, uh, well later in the summer Uh, He'll be here in May, and so it'll be a little while before we get to that one. But also, uh, Reverend Mark Gilbert's agreed to be on the program, will be with us in a few short weeks as well, talking about his involvement and his perspective as an ex-government employee and now minister. Uh, Reverend Mark brings a great perspective on these topics. I can't wait to sit and talk with him. And a couple other people that I'm uh, in discussion with, I can't mention any names just yet, but trust me, we're going to keep this conversation rolling and have a great, great exploration of social action and politics from a higher perspective. This is New Thought 2020 and beyond. We're going to take a short break and be right back with you in just a moment. Hang tight, folks. I can't wait to share what's next with you. All right, folks. And in our final segment today, I'd like to keep an eye out on a developing story. This this segment is designed to take a look at some of the things we just want to keep an eye on. And not sure how, what to, to, to say about this, if this is a good thing, if this is, uh, something that wants to be reevaluated. I mean, I know it's all good and, but this is something we really need in our country. I'd like to have an open kind of a dialogue and I'd love to find somebody that's done a little more research on this issue. I haven't been able to, and it's high speed rail. Now, 
the new Green Deal, as it's being called, it's been uh, was released back on February seventh, calls for a considerable investment in high speed rail, um, and. It, uh, it actually supports a $2 trillion infrastructure investment called for by the American Social Society of Civil Engineers. And um, it's got a lot in here. I haven't had a chance to read all of it and find out how it all works. And, but there is a big focus on rail, on a high-speed rail system that would perhaps take business from the airlines and would have perhaps replace... Uh, some of the people that are now flying uh, in commercial airliners and get them into high-speed rail trains. Now, that would lower our overall emissions. Uh, I have to believe that lower ridership on airplanes means uh, lower pollution in our airways above us. And uh, with the advent of high-speed trains would not necessarily relate that pollution to the ground level, right? We're not, we're not trading one for the other here. We would actually be lowering our uh, emissions and increasing our air standard and our air quality overall. So uh, ha- who out there knows more about this can help me understand this? Let's, let's get a dialogue going. Reach out to me. Send me a letter through the uh, – send me an email. Let me know. Reach out in one way or the other. Uh, you know, I, I love the romanticism of a high-speed rail line and the idea that we could travel coast to coast on a train that would uh, would rival the speed of an airliner. Uh, it would be great to see. Is it possible? Is it feasible? Uh, is it a boondoggle? Would uh, would the amount of time it takes to build this? put us into a category where by the time it's done and functioning we're beyond rail travel altogether as a as a society as a culture in our country in across the planet uh, high speed rail has worked in other places but it's been in other places for a long long time uh, by the time we're up to speed yes I'll, I'll use that pun by the time we're that up to speed on this will it be obsolete don't know But I'd love to hear some more ideas, some more perspectives. Because what I do know is I know that there is a source out there that knows these answers. I know there is a power and a presence and intelligence that knows exactly what wants to come forward and what is in the highest and the best ideal for everybody. And that's what we're here to explore and discover together. How can we do that? Reach out. Let me know more of what you think. The Green New Deal, high-speed rail, are these... Good initiatives? Are these initiatives that are moving us forward? Or are these boondoggles that are going to waste money and time and effort and ultimately lead nowhere? I'd like to hear your perspective. We'll be right back in a second and wrap this up with the good news. All right, folks. Well, I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners and our sponsors and those guests that are upcoming that have already said yes to being a part of this program. And I want to share just a little bit of the good news of what's coming up in the world and what's coming up with my work, uh, specifically 
going to be offering a new program this year on May 4th. Now, this is a Saturday. It's a live local event in Colorado. Actually, it's around Denver, and it's the Great Colorado Labyrinth Tour. Now, you may or may not know that uh, May 4th, the first Saturday in May, is always the International uh, Labyrinth Day, and I'm going to be taking a small group of people on a tour of some of my favorite labyrinths in Colorado. This is an all-day event. Uh, food, snacks, everything's included, including a guided experience of some of my favorite labyrinths. Uh, and uh, we're going to mix some visioning and some other spiritual stuff in there too. So if you'd like more information on that, please reach out to me, Robert at spiritevolving.com and let me know you're interested in the Great Colorado Labyrinth Tour 2019. I'll be sure to make sure you get the information and registration. I imagine this is going to fill up uh, fairly quickly uh, as I'm starting to roll out the promotion. So if you're interested, get on the list right now. Send me an email and I'll get you more information. So, uh, all right, that's the Great Colorado Labyrinth Tour. And that is New Thought 2020 and beyond for today. I want to thank you again so very, very much for joining us, for being a part of this program I look forward to hearing from you in the emails and letters and continuing the conversation of how we can move the needle when it comes to our social action and political discussion in the country. So join me again every episode on New Thought 2020 and beyond. Until next time, folks, peace and blessings. Go forth and prosper. On behalf of everyone that contributed to today's episode, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating in the discussion. And thank you for being part of the consciousness that shapes the future of our political and social discussions. Learn more at newthought2020.org. That's newthought2020.org. And please invite your friends to listen to the podcast, newthought2020.org. Until next time, peace and blessings, go forth and prosper.